What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Giggles podcast. Uh, before we get into today's fucked up episode, I want to say uh, I'm sorry that this is going up late. Uh, it's going to go up Monday morning instead. I'm recording it right now. It's 10.55 on Monday the 25th, um, and I'm about to post it after. So, and, and yeah, morning to me is like noon, okay? And I know that's kind of fucked up, but I wake up at like 11 or noon 99% of the time. So this is fucking morning, baby. But before we get into the show, let's do some Q&As. Um, this guy's name is PX underscore MX. He says, what inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence? Um, now, okay, I thought about this, and I'm sure, like, the good, the right answer is, like, guns or something. Um, which it, which is what I would do, because I think that would, that would save a lot. But I wonder, like, if guns weren't an object, like people would just like use fucking bombs and bow and arrows and not and knives and all that shit you know knives um i don't know swords it would be like fucking assassin's creed outside every day um so i don't know if taking away guns would really help anything um and i'm not i'm that's all i'm saying because there's gonna be people that are damning me that are like dude guns kill people not the people fuck you you idiot i'm not i like i don't know man that's one of my answers, but my real answer that that doesn't like spark anyone and trigger anyone is it would probably be context, dude. That's the first first world answer because and I don't like the way that I say world by the way because do I have a weird way of saying ours? Like when a little kid says like world, like I feel like that's how I say it. You know like little kids they can't really say their ours and like what do they say? Like tweez. Look at these tweez outside. The Willie's huge. I feel like when I say world, it sounds like that. So I'm I'm gonna say the fucking globe, globe. Um, yeah, because dude, everyone was born fucking blind. It, like if you really think about it, if context weren't a thing, okay, well then, okay, if context weren't a thing, then everybody wouldn't be able to see shit. But I wish the inanimate object that I would be eliminating would also eliminate the problem it has with it. Is what I guess I'm saying, okay? Um, so yeah, context, because then I could just, everyone could have 20-20 vision. I don't have to fucking jam my finger in my eyeball every goddamn morning. Um, and it would just save a lot of time. And like, w yeah. And probably like eye infections wouldn't be a thing, right? Um, so... That's that. Then Alex Squillo asks, have you ever had a super uncomfortable transaction with someone before? Um, well, if you guys have listened to the earlier shows, you know uh, one of the big ones that was pretty uncomfortable for me. But yeah, I mean, I've had like, first of all, I've had people come to like come buy a pair of shoes and they had fake money, um, which obviously isn't fun to be like, hey man, this money is fucking garbage to me, okay? Give me your real money or get the fuck out of my face, okay? I, and I say it, I don't give a, dude, I know people that have gotten fake money and like knew it was fake money but just did the deal because they were like, well, I didn't know what to do, dude, I had to take it. Like, because they're that scared of like the confrontation or whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've had a few, I had a guy that, you know, we were doing deals and I actually think he listens to my podcast, so sorry, bro, but I gotta call you out here. Um, he's a cool guy, you know, but, one time he came, we were doing a deal and it was like a trade deal and we did one before. So I was like, okay, this guy's pretty legit. And then we met up again and 
the deal was like he was giving me two shoes for my pair, one pair, you know? And he was literally telling me to my face that they were brand new. And I pulled them out, out and okay. And I pulled them out and I showed him and I was like, dude, these are literally used. Like, look at the inside of the shoe. There's no jump man. Like, there's marks on the inside. These are worn. And then he's like, nah, man. No, they're not. And I was like, well, they are. So so I'm not doing the deal. And he's like, nah, man. I swear to God, I brought, bought them brand new. And I, and I was like, so you didn't wear them? And he's like, nah, man. And I was like, okay, then you didn't buy them brand new. And these shoes have been worn. So I don't give a fuck how good of a salesman you are. I have eyeballs, man. And I have my contacts in. So these are fucking worn. And then he's like, yo, sorry, man. And like, I get it. You know, it was an accident. I think he was doing it on purpose, kind of. But I don't know. It's like, that stuff sucks. I've had plenty of deals where someone says the shoe's like brand new and then they're used or they say that they're real and then they're fake. And it's uncomfortable because it's like now I just... Let's say someone is buying a pair on Friday. Today's Monday. I hold the pair for five days, meet this fucker in Oak Park or wherever, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes away from me, and then the, the and then the deal doesn't even fall through. So, I don't know. Like, that, that blows. Um, uncomfortable, you know. Nobody's ever tried to, like, give me a hand job while I was selling him shoes. You know, I haven't really felt, like, super uncomfortable, but I'm sure it'll happen one day, you know. Uh, and then Wags610, which this guy, he like tweets about my podcast. He messages me, like reviews every fucking episode. This guy is an awesome person. Um, so thank you, bro, for being such a supporter. Um, he says, he asked me three questions. Here's my favorite one. What's the best way to keep your eye on future results? Um, so first of all, for me, it's like, setting your long your short-term goals and your long-term goals right so writing down things that you want to happen but that don't include money right okay so like obviously everyone's gonna be like dude i want eight million dollars within the next six years no i'm not talking about that okay i'm saying like what do you want to happen within the next five years that don't include money okay now sure you could say money's tied to it but that don't like not money goals is basically what i'm saying so you want to move out and be in LA, right? That's a thing that, of course, it includes money, but it's not a money set goal. It's not like I want X amount of dollars or I want to do this with my money. Um, another one is maybe you want a girlfriend. Maybe you want to meet more people. Maybe you want to be on more social platforms. This podcast, I eventually want it to be on Spotify and uh, I don't fucking know whatever the other ones are, like Pandora and all that shit. Like, whatever I could get it on, I want it to be there. But that takes a lot of time, and when you're a lazy fuck, um, you don't really have to, the, you don't really do it right away. So I'm still waiting, but I don't know what the fuck I'm waiting for. But, you know, short-term goals, okay? Then long-term goals. And then, even though your short-term goal could be, I want a girlfriend, you can't have that one, okay? Because if you want if you want to be successful, you can't have a fucking girlfriend. Like, dude, you just can't, okay? Unless she's a really cool broad and she supports you and, like, she has her own thing. Like, I would always tell myself that if I had a girlfriend or if I got married, I'd want to date a girl that had her own business or worked as a manager or, like, knew what it was like to have people that rely on you for a product, and then like, and then date someone, right? Because if I'm in bed with my girlfriend 
and I pull my phone out and I'm texting a customer, which this has also happened. Um, and then she turns to me and she's like, this is fucking annoying. Like, you don't even pay attention to me. You're a fucking asshole. Like, I could literally find another guy that would just give me all of his attention rather than sitting here and you just texting. Like, that's fucking bullshit, okay? Now, if I'm texting my friend John about fucking Rice Krispies, you know, obviously then bitch at me, okay? I'm not having an important conversation. I'm just kind of bullshitting. But when she can see that I'm texting customers, you know, I can do this for you. I can get this pair for you. I'll ship these out on Monday, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then you still get mad. That pissed me off, okay? Uh, and that happened before, you know, just having an unappreciative girlfriend or person or partner. Uh, it, you can't do it, okay? You got to have tunnel vision. I was fucking 17 years old when I started selling all the shit that I sell and until I have a fuckload of money or have my own talk show, I will continue to do whatever the fuck I got to do um, to get me in, in my, you know, to get me to make it to my fucking goal, bro. Um, I need, you know, like, okay, here's another thing. He actually asked two of the questions kind of go along. He asked, like, what would you do differently if you could change something? And I would have saved a lot more money, okay? When I was in 7th and 8th grade, I was making like $1,000 some weeks. Like, not every week. But there would be a week where i make make $1,000 from selling shit. And I would just fucking blow it on true religion jeans and like take my friends out and take random girls out to like super expensive dates when I was fucking 14. And I wish I didn't do that, right? Because now... I am 19 years old, about to be 20. I'm planning to move to LA next year, uh, and I wish I had as much money as I could, which is why I have this job. So before I get into that transac transaction, transition, um, wags to answer your question, you know, the best way to keep your eye on future results in a short answer, uh, tunnel vision, no fucking girlfriends, stop worrying about your friends' bullshit, don't do what your friends do. Don't do what your family says to do. Fuck your family. Fuck your friends. It's only up to you, okay? It's only about what Wags wants to do, okay? Not about Sarah or mom or your brother or your fucking whatever, you know? I don't, like, I don't care how close you are. Fuck you guys. I gotta do this because it's good for me, you know? Now, um... Yeah, I have a job, and I uh, talked about working at shitty jobs before, and I didn't talk about this one. Hold on, hold on. Dude, my throat is like a balloon right now. Holy shit. Um, I talked about having jobs before, and I didn't talk about this one. Uh, this is a job in the mall, okay? So I uh, a while ago, I had this job, at, and it's in the mall, okay? I'm not going to say exactly what it is because I don't want people to, like, come to my job and talk, um, which sounds very antisocial, but I don't, I don't know. I don't want that, okay? So um, I work at a, at a mall. Okay, what the fuck am I saying? Can I just say it? It's like everything I say takes 45 minutes for me to say. Okay, I'm going to be very blunt here. I work at a clothing store in a mall, okay? And I had this job before. I got it last year in October. I worked there for six months, and then I quit because I had a lot of traveling to do earlier this year. I was in L.A., and I was in New York, and I was doing all this shit, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this job, okay? Then I realized that my bank account isn't as high as I'd like it to be, 
Uh, so I was like, all right, I need the fucking job back. And I started applying to, like, you know, Lululemon and, I don't know, Buckle and uh, Nike and all these different places. I started just applying to everywhere in the malls near me because um, I needed a job, bro. And I did work a pizza job before, like you guys know, and I was going to do that one, but I don't know. It's just, I just can't do it. I don't want my fucking car smelling like shit every day. Um, and I don't know. So I got this job back and I love my boss. Here's the reason why I like this job. Now it's a sales job. So I, I, maybe I have talked about this before, but you have to annoy the fuck out of everyone. If one guy's looking at shorts, you got to bring him a t-shirt, jeans, socks, and a fucking hat. Okay. And that sucks because most of the time they look at it and they're like, okay, you're like, can I just do my own thing, bro? Like, I don't give a fuck what you're showing me. Um, and it's very, it's very awkward. But now that I've like talked to my podcast and I've talked to a lot of people and met people in person, like I don't give a fuck anymore. So when my boss is like, go bring him these three things, I'm like, all right, fuck it. And if I get the sale, I'm happy. If not, who gives a shit? Before I let my, like, I would get kind of nervous and be like, well, what if he doesn't like me? Fuck you, dude. I don't care. I'm going to bring you 80 pairs of green shorts when you got black fucking dress pants on. Um, so yeah, I got the job back and I had to work Sunday and I had to work at like 10. So I didn't want to get up at eight, record my show and then like try to eat. And then I don't fucking know, dude. Also, I eat once a day. So I, I probably need to fix that. I've noticed that about myself, which I eat good. Like, I'll eat steak, I'll eat chicken, I'll have sushi, I'll have fucking, like, some good pasta with some grilled chicken on the side. Like, I try to eat really well, um, but I go out to eat all the time. So I don't want to go out. Like, sometimes I'll, I've literally gone out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in one day, okay? And that was, like, 100 bucks, and I don't want to fucking do that. And I'm the type of person where, now, this is just going to be, this is just a little information, Okay, I know in the back of my head that I need to fucking save my money. Okay, but at the same time, like growing up, this is like, okay, we're going to get real here. Growing up with parents that have some some well amount of money, right, and living in a very nice neighborhood, everyone around me had money, you know, uh, not like filthy rich, but like middle class, very middle class neighborhood and school and all that. Like you get used to. And, and and more importantly, and I don't know why, I don't know what the fuck that was when I went, eh, 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 I don't know why I did that. But we're going to, it kind of sets the mood, right? Um, I was very close to my dad. My other brothers were very close to my mom. So my mom is like very fucking deep. And like I could talk to my mom literally about anything. Uh, and she's just like, is she's like the fucking, if you ever needed advice on anything ever, my mom would literally help you. Anyone, like even you guys, she would help out. Like I have friends that have fucked up stories. I have friends that have sat on the porch of my house or on my mom's house and have like cried and sat there with my mom telling them deep fucking stories. And like my mom is just, the, she just emits like this very loving and like, I don't even know, admirable fucking help that she gives off um, this fucking shield of love. Um, and then my dad is very, like also the same way, but is very, like for me at least, is very smart. And like I could go to him for advice about different things, not emotional, but business wise. Or like, I don't even know. He's just like, he's like a bro. He's like a fucking, 
It's not even like a dad, what, but in a good way. I'm not saying like, oh, he's a scumbag. I'm saying like, he's like a genuine best friend, right? So um, I was very close with my dad and my dad makes a lot of money as well. So which I don't know if I should be saying that, but who gives a fuck, right? Um, so I was always like going out to eat and, you know, I would watch my dad spend money and he would take his customers to like... Cubs games and Blackhawks games and like I could see how well he treated other people whether it was with money or with like just being a good person to them he's very generous the most generous person I've ever met and that made me the same way which I do love about myself because I don't like I'd rather be like yeah fuck it I'll pay for a dinner than like well fuck that it is six dollars and I'm not gonna go over my five like and I know that's smart and my brother, I don't know why I'm getting into this. My brother is very, like, fucking conservative about his money, like, to, a, like to the dime. He won't, he'll spend six bucks and 12 cents, but if it's six dollars and 18 cents, he is fucking out, okay? And me, on the other hand, I'm like, fuck it, dude. I got 700 bucks in my pocket. Let's spend, let's spend 650. Um, and, and I'm wrong. Okay, that's all I'm saying. If you you can't be like that. You can't and I got to teach myself. It's fucking hard, man. But it's like I need to just save my money and stop being a fucking like diva about shit. Like I'd rather go out to Cheesecake Factory spend 50 bucks than go cook and it's like $10 at my house. Um and I need to stop being like that cuz that's going to fuck me over. You can't like I live or I try to, like, make it like I'm already rich in my mind when I am fucking nowhere near as much money as I could make. So, yeah, I, I fuck myself over. I don't know what the point of that was. I guess the point of that is, like, no matter what, just save your fucking money, man. Like, it's not worth wearing cool shoes and, like, cool outfits and spending a lot of money. Like, at the end of the day, if you're 19 years old, you're 19 years old. You don't have to fucking go out to eat every day. You don't have to have 12 pairs of shoes. You don't have to have $3,000 worth of fucking two pairs of jeans, you know? So I'm starting to realize that. And now I got to fucking save my cash. And any shoe sale I have, I got to save it. And I got to work the job on top of that. So... Um, that's, that's that. I don't know why I got into that, but now I need to talk about the actual episode. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the big thing is, uh, RIP to this XXX rapper. Okay. Now, if you know who he is, you know who he is and he's a solid rapper. I don't need to play his music. He does have, a, he has a different style, which I really like about him, but let's be real here. Okay. Uh, it's sad that he died. It's sad if anyone dies at the age of 20. Uh, especially if you get fucking murdered. It's just like there's no there's no you can't justify that or whatever, right? I don't know what the, I don't know what the word is. I think that I think I used that word right. Um you can't you can't like there's nothing you can say to make that okay. It's fucked up and it's wrong. But here's what here's my point of view, okay? Um this kid was known for beating his girlfriend, right? He threatened to kill her. He would choke her to fucking to the point where she passes out. He would threaten to kill their son. He would like do very manipulative, fucked up things that isn't cool, right? And I literally am a fan of X. Like I can listen to his music. I could probably sing ten of his songs off the top of my head because I memorized all the lyrics. That's how many times I've listened to his music. And I was a genuine fan of him, right? Now I know you could say, well, if you think he's fucked up, why do you listen to his music? Because I I like the fucking music, okay? 
like I'm on both fences here. I, I was a fan of him, but I also have a brain and understand why he's fucked up. Um, now I'm gonna read a quick passage. Uh, this is like I think it's called like the the abuse. Fucking I don't know even know what it's called. It's something online. But okay, this is about him and his girlfriend. About a week later, she and X moved to an apartment in Sweetwater, Florida. In two incidents there, X grabbed her by the neck, strangled her, and forced her down by the bed before another person came there to the rescue. Uh, she pleaded, I'm, like, scared. She said, recalling how she felt. It's like he was going to kill me or something. Okay, now that's one. Now that's light compared to what this fuck's done. Um, in early two, October 2016, she found out that she was pregnant by X. Uh, the pregnancy was planned on both of them. He then told her to move from the bed they were lying on. He went onto the balcony where she could still hear him, threatened to kill her and the baby inside of her. Uh, that's Which is dope, you know, nice fucking move, bro. That's a solid, solid thing to do. Uh, the first incident of domestic violence had occurred two weeks later. He slapped her and broke her iPhone because she had complimented a friend about his, his jewelry, a male friend on his new jewelry. So she said, like, I really like that kid's necklace or some shit, right? Um... Later that day, X left the room and returned with two grilling implements, a barbecue pitchfork and a barbecue cleaner, like that brush that's very fucking hard. She said and told her to, oh, he told her to pick between them because he was going to fuck her with one of them, is basically what it says. It says he was going to put one of them in, in her vagina. Um, he was lightly dragging the tool against her inner thigh until she passed out and was not able to penetrate her with it. So... And that's fucked up, okay? Now, I don't know the feeling of a barbecue pitchfork against the, my inner thigh, um, but for it to make you pass out, I think is mu a little much. So she must have passed out from how fucking scared she was. And, like, that, that makes it real, right? Like, she was going to get fucked with this pitchfork, which is absolutely f nuts okay i i can't even under like explain how fucked up this is to do this to a girl that you're with or a girl and like anyone i'm against all like i don't give a fuck if she slaps you or punches you dead in the fucking jaw if you hit a girl or like threaten to hit her or do anything like that you are fucking wrong regardless okay now the only like part the only instance that I could see happening where I would be violent towards a girl is if like she shot me and I had a gun I'd probably shoot her back okay now only because I don't want to die right but like if I'm in a house with a girl and she's a nut job and she punches me or does anything I'm out and I'm fucking not returning I don't like that shit's not cool with me you slap me in the face like you think it's funny like maybe the first time it's fun I guess <laughs> Maybe the second time, you know, it's like, all right, you know, that kind of fucking hurt, right? You're not going to do that anymore. You sit down with her. Hey, you slap me in the fucking eye, babe, and it hurt. So let's not do that shit anymore. Let's just talk it out when we're mad. You don't got to fucking punch me in the nose because it fucking hurts, kind of, okay? Now that's all you have to say. But guys like to be this alpha male fucking fuck you, bitch. And especially X. There was videos of him fucking wailing on this girl. And there are like, uh, like the shit that I read isn't even like the bad stuff he's done. Now the barbecue pitchfork and the cleaner thing, that's very fucked. That's just a hint of what this guy's into. Um, and, you know, I'm dragging this on. But the point is, 
you know, I'm a big believer in karma. You know, when I do something, something good happens to me. It just kind of happens that way. I don't expect it, but it's just kind of clear. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, I'm not big on religion, but I, I fuck with karma. You know, she's a good broad. She's, she's cool. Right. So it's like, if you, if you do that kind of shit, like, what did you expect? You know, the kid's not going to have a fucking glamorous life and become the biggest fucking the next Justin Bieber you can't be that successful and that many people will not love you when you have this fucking sickening dark past or like whatever you know if you have that many stories about you fucking beating a girl especially now when there's like the me too movement and the fucking feminists and the women over men movement I don't know what they're called but like like women are stronger than they've ever been as a team and like now is not the time to think it's okay to fucking beat a girl like even back then when when parents would beat their kids and shit maybe like i guess it was okay because that like wasn't a big deal right and then it was like established that that's fucked up you can't do that it's a law now i think that if you like I don't know, they'll fucking call DCFS, right? They'll put the kid in a foster home or whatever the fuck. Like, child abuse is literally a thing now. And it wasn't before, so I get it. But now it's very, very clear that it's not okay to do that. We've seen it with fucking Chris Brown. We've seen it with, I don't know, Johnny Depp, right? Uh, so it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying he deserved it at all. I, I'm, I think it's very fucked up. I wish he would have lived, you know? But it's like, you fucking, well, I, what did you think, bro? You know, you can't do that. And you know how fucking guilty you'd, I'd feel? Like, if I did something like that, uh, which would fucking, like, I don't even know, man. I would think, like, maybe, I don't know, because he's got a fucked up mind, so I don't know how he thinks. But if I did that, I would probably feel very regretful and every day, like, think that I'm fucked because how could I, I don't know, I'd feel very guilty. But I guess he didn't because he fucking did it 30 times. So that's my take on the X. Uh, XXX Tentacion's death. Okay, you know, uh, it's kind of it kind of was bound to happen. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so yeah. Now the next thing, if you guys know who Tana Mojo is, I'm a fucking. I used to be a huge fan of her. She's a she's a YouTuber. Um, I'm not a fan of her anymore. She she went from this girl was the reason why I started YouTube because I was such a fan of how genuine she was and how simple her videos were. Okay, if you don't know her, this is the story about her. She's blonde. She's fucking gorgeous. Uh, she would just sit in her bedroom every day and give like story times, kind of like what I do on this podcast. She would just tell stories about her life, right? Now, then she started doing like food challenges and fucking, I don't know, just little trendy shit, you know? Uh, but it was very, I loved it. I loved who she was. She wasn't par a partier. She would tell all these fucking like ghost stories and things that would happen to her. And she's a great storyteller in the beginning. Then she hit about 400,000 subscribers. It started getting to her head a little bit. Then 700,000, then a million, then 2 million. And now she's like this basic bitch that like takes videos of her getting fucked and like talks about like how much she has sex, smokes weed on the camera, you know, gets fucked up, drinks, parties, takes videos of it. All her videos about now are like about her fucking lavish life and it's not you know you don't get like the fourth dimension deep shit anymore 
You just get, like, this basic white rich girl's fucking life. Now, I get it. You know, she's 19 years old. She's my age. If I had that much money at this age, uh, I'm going to be a little bit cocky, you know? I would never change, the, like, my morals. Like, I would never start getting high or start getting drunk or start drinking or fucking, like, I don't like any of that. So I just wouldn't do it, period, regardless of my bank account, right? But uh, she had this thing called Tanacon, which is like, VidCon is where all the YouTubers go, and it's like a big convention. Uh, I don't even really know what the fuck it is. It's just a big convention. I'm sure there's a point to it. But she had Tanacon. And there was, this is just, I just thought this was funny because I thought it's fucked up. Um, it's, this is a tweet, okay? I wasted 150000 or 150000 I wasted $150 on TanaCon. It's a hallway, one big concert room, no activities. No creators are walking around like promised. We stood outside for four hours just to be treated like animals. And it shows a picture of like 10,000 people outside just fucking standing in front of a closed door. Um... Now, here's a couple more. I'm livid. I've spent $1,000 on this trip just to just to get kicked out and not be able to go to the bathroom or get water from TanaCon. After being here since 7 a.m., like, what the fuck? Okay, so basically what happened is, uh, here's one more. Attention, everyone in line at TanaCon. The ballroom holds seven to 800 people. There were 20,000 tickets sold. You will not get in. Okay, this is fucked up. Like, I don't even understand how this shit happens. And one of the girls said, like, not mad at Tana, but this is shitty. Like, I would be fucking mad at Tana. Now, of course, I don't like her. So any reason I want to fucking throw at her, I, I want to just throw it out, you know? Um, but how can you set up a thing? This reminds me of that, like, fire, what was it called? Fire show. Fire island show. Um... What the, no, it's not called Fire Island. I think I looked at the wrong thing. I don't know. Oh, this Fire Festival. I don't know what the fuck it was. But, like, last year, there was an island that it was supposed to be some big festival, like Lollapalooza or some shit. And uh, people were literally flying to this fucking island. And, like, Kendall Jenner and all these fucking Bella Hadid, all these fucking Instagram models were promoting it. And they were supposed to go to this thing. And it was going to be a big festival, and there was like, I don't know, tents. I don't even remember what it was. But all I know is that everyone got fucked over. And, like, people got to this island, and there was, like, tables of, like, like make-your-own-tacos. There wasn't tents to sleep in. There was, like, sleeping bags. Like, it was just a big fuckery. And the guy who owned it, like, scammed everyone out of, like, $5 million or some shit. And he got, like, charged for over $100 million in damages and, like, all this, I don't know. It was a big fuck fest, okay? Um, and that's kind of what Tana did. But her fan base is so strong that, like, people are just standing there with her saying, like, it's not her fault, bro. But it is. Because if I'm going to set up a, an event for people to come to, you sell 20,000 tickets and 800 people go there. Like, is that not a fucking scam of its own? I don't know. That's just, it, it made me mad because it's, like, for whatever YouTuber, like, I used to picture myself being a YouTuber, like, a famous one, and, like, how I would love to see fans every single day, and, like, I would love to do things for them, and meet and greets, and all that, like, that's all I would fucking do, because being a YouTuber, you only take, like, a few hours out of your day to record a video, and then you're kind of, like, you, you could just fuck around, you know, so I'd want to travel a lot and meet my fans, and if I'm ever famous to that point, 
Like, you will fucking mark my words. That's what I would do. Um, like, even now, I get recognized at fucking Best Buy and Chipotle and shit every single day. I don't even know who these people are. And it, like, ma- it, ma- it makes me want to cry. And I know I've said that before. But it's just, it's very, like, amazing. And to have 500 people that listen to my fucking podcast is amazing. Let alone 500,000. Like, the money that I'd be making from that, like, I'm going to fucking screw over my fans and sell that many tickets. I don't know. It's just shitty on her part. Um, What else is there? There's so many topics I have, and it's at 30 minutes. Um, You know... I don't know. Maybe I should just save these. I, I went off a lot about, about, like, my family and shit and, like, why I need to get to where I need to get and why I think you guys should take the fucking... Like, take advice from what I've done fucked up. I That was kind of what I talked about earlier. Um, so, I don't know. I wanted to talk about Finstas, but maybe that's kind of a long bit. Okay, I'm going to talk about this. This is one more thing. Um, everybody knows what Instagram is, right? So... Instagram, you post pictures of your life and what's going on, and there's business channels on there, and there's comedy channels that fucking aren't funny. Um, and people, and this might just be my age, but like, I guess people from like 18 to 22 year olds make a thing called a Finsta. And let me tell you guys, just really quick, this is the fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen ever. Um, a Finsta is, this is literally what it is. Let's say my account is Angelo underscore Blando, right? Now, my Finsta, quote unquote, would be named like Blue Eyes or something dumb, you know, Cactus John. Um, And it would be like, when you go to my Finsta, it would be like, oh, look at this stupid water bottle. How funny is that? And then it would be like, my mom fucking punched me in the eye. Here's a picture of my, my red eye, my, or my, what's it called? Black eye, red eye. What the fuck? Um, it's just like stupid shit about your life that no one gives a fuck about. Okay. That's what a Finsta is. So stop making Finstas guys. All right. It's like, you don't have to have a separate channel to post things about. I don't know. It's just, it's so phony, man. It's like, because, because people have to pursue this fake persona fucking personality. I know I said that word way too many times. Um, but they have to like do this. That was like every word was a P in that sentence. They have to just show off this like, oh, I'm at the beach and oh, here's me with my fucking girlfriends. We all look so pretty. And then like, I don't know, here's me with a fucking $2,000 Louis Vuitton bag. Like girls want to promote this fake thing about themselves on Instagram. And then you go to their Finsta and it's like all the shit that is really what they're about. And then it ruins it, right? Because you shouldn't have to follow two channels to find out about one person, right? So that's all I'm going to say. If you have a Finsta, sorry, I just hit the mic. If you have a Finsta, you're a fucking asshole. All right, that's about that. Now, here's time for the shoe, uh, the sneaker part of the podcast. Um, I'm very stuffed up today. Jesus Christ, bro. Um, So there was a fake Nike recruiter thing that went around. And I saw some people that I know doing this, and it made me, like, cringe, okay? Um, There was people, and and I don't even remember what it said, but it said, like, um, 
if you want a job or a possible job at a Nike as a Nike sales representative, like follow at Nike underscore recruiter and retweet this and tell two friends and you will get the job. It was something that dumb. And so many people fucking did this that it was just like bizarre to me. Like how guys, what the fuck, what does it take? Like, how dumb. When you get a call that says, like, oh, we're collecting debt. You owe $3,000 to this fucking thing. And it's, like, and you have zero clue about it. 99% of the time, it's fucking fake. And it's just some scammer, right? So, like, that, rem that reminds me of Instagram channels that say, like, send us three grand and we're going to turn it into 30 and send it right back in 24 hours. People actually fucking do that shit. Like, guys, let's not be dumb here, all right? You're not going to be a fucking Nike recruiter or you're not going to get a job through Nike from following an Instagram account and retweeting something, right? So don't fucking do it then, okay? Um, now, uh, there's these pinnacle, or not, they're not called pinnacle. They're like forest green and violent purple fucking retro ones. I don't know what they're called. They're like bread toes. Uh, I might have talked about those before. I like the green ones. They're growing on me, but the purple ones are fucking hideous. Um, then Louis Vuitton released these, these, uh, it's like Virgil Abloh's first, uh, Louis Vuitton sneaker, I think. And it looks like a retro two on the bottom. And then it looks like some fusion of like a retro three and some stupid fucking high top. But I do think they're fucking dope. Um, the picture going around is like a black cement three colorway, black, gray, red, like cement on the fucking toe box. They look very close to a black cement three. But I like how Louis Vuitton takes its twist on it. There was a Basemi shoe. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I fucking say it, all right? There was Basemi, like, 45 million. I don't know what the fuck they're called. But they were black and red. They looked like a bread one. And they were so fucking dope. I loved them. So it's like, if designers are going to make shoes that look like hot sneakers, I'm kind of in. You know, it looks cool. Sure, give it a fucking shot. But the price is probably going to be like two grand. So, obviously, I'm not going to wear them. Um, but, yeah, I just want to give my take on those because a lot of people fucking hate them. But I like them. So, um, then I'm going to talk about the Kwai 54 Retro 3s. These, these pictures are going around. It's like an all, it's like a jet black or like a gunmetal um, Retro 3. And then it's got like a hint of neon pink, blue, and green on the side. And they kind of remind me of the Bel Airs. And the B-Trues that I was just talking about, those 270s, um, they remind me of those. And I fucking love that shit, dude. When it's like a dark shoe and then just a hint of some violent fucking neon colors. I don't know why I keep saying violent. Um, I like that, you know? Because it's like you could wear them with black or you could fucking go to the Pride Parade, which is yesterday. You could go to the Gay Pride Parade and rock them and people are going to fuck with them. So I like that. Now, I genuinely think... That from the first minute to now, I think I've gotten a fever or some shit because I feel like shit right now. Um, my head feels like a balloon. I feel like I'm going to pass out. My throat hurts. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to listen to this podcast and see if I sound shittier throughout the episode. Um, so I'm going to go take some fucking medicine. Um, thank you guys for listening to my, my show every week. I know I go off a lot. But I kind of think that's the point of a podcast is like to just hear someone talk that you enjoy listening to. Um, so thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And I have like, I don't know. I, I just, 
I have a feeling every single week, like I love doing this. When I did YouTube, I know I say this all the time, but I just didn't like it before. And uh, I really enjoy this now. And you guys are 100% why I enjoy doing this. Um, so thank you. And I went to, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I went to Burt Kreiser's show the other day. Um, he brought me out, and it was at the Chicago Theater. It was the tour tour. It was him, Sal Volcano, Nate Bargatze, and Kyle. And I didn't really, Kyle, can, I don't even know how to say his name, Canine. I don't want to say it wrong. Um, I didn't really know him. I didn't really know Nate. But I saw the show. I went alone, first of all, which I know is a ballsy move, but I fucking loved that show. Like, the way that Burt gets his audience, like, I've seen stand-ups. I've watched hundreds of stand-ups, and usually the audience is, like, very into it, and they love the, the person that they're watching. But with Burt Kreischer, like, the stories he tells, like, they're so – he just walks you through. Like, it's more of a storytelling than it is a stand-up, but it's both because they're fucking hilarious. And, like, how he relates – I remember he said a joke. He was talking about, like, having um, a flashlight on his gun. And he said, like, I want to know where I'm shooting. I'm not the fucking police. And, like, that – like, he was taking some digs at, like, some trending, you know, controversial issues that are going on. And to say that in Chicago was super fucking risky. But the audience fucking died at it. And I was laughing my ass off. And then when he tells the story about, like, how he became the machine, his, like, classic story, the, the fans were standing up and repeating – like, or not repeating. They were saying, like – I don't know how to say it. Like, if I said the word – hey and everyone said hey with me they were doing that whatever that's called like echoing they were saying exact word for word uh like what his i don't know what the fuck i'm trying to say you get it right they were saying what he was saying at the same time they knew what he was saying okay there's a, probably a way easier way to explain that but it was just like the point is to his to watch burt kreischer stand up there and get that much engagement from his fans made me like fucking adore him and i already do he helps me so much he's such a fucking sweet human being um to like just meet someone and already want to help them and have such open arms and then after the show like he texted sal Volcano from uh the fucking impractical jokers impractical jokers i can't even say that with my throat right now um he texted sal put us in a group chat and said like hey this is your new shoe guy like out of nowhere and then did the same thing with nate and I don't know. It was just fucking awesome. Bert is the best. Like, once I get rich, I'm going to fucking... Anything Bert needs, any shoe, any fucking clothes, I'm just going to ship him shit every single week because I owe a lot to this guy. Uh, he's a fucking great human being. So thank you, Bert. Uh, I love you, bro. I know I th I've said that before, but I just can't... Just I can't express how much love I have for this guy. Um, so... Yeah, I need to go, like, numb my throat or fuck myself with an ice cube. Um, so, in my in my throat. Uh, so, thank you, guys. And I'll see you guys Sunday morning at 10 a.m. or 12. All right? Thanks, guys.